0: Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. I'm talking with Douglas Levin about how he teaches how to increase revenue with e-commerce. Douglas was a professional drummer living in Chicago, Illinois, for about 10 years before starting to sell on Amazon in his spare time in 2014. He's done everything from arbitrage to wholesale to private label and eventually got enough money coming in that his wife could work full time for the company. In preparation for the launch of his first brand, Douglas started to become obsessed with chatbots and built up a messenger list of over 20,000 subscribers, which led to over 20,000 in monthly sales within the first three months of launch. It also helped him to start building his brand away from Amazon. Douglas currently lives in the Illinois suburbs with his wife and 2 stepsons. Welcome, Douglas.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: I'm excited for you to be here today. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, yeah, it should be great.
0: (laughs) So can you tell us, like, what inspired you to have that entrepreneurial spirit?
1: Well, it really had nothing to do with the entrepreneurial spirit, I guess. Um, uh, Really, it was more... Uh, miles and points uh, more than anything Um, because I was a when in 2014 when I started um, I was not the entrepreneurial type at all it was um, like the furthest thing from it I was just a musician um, like playing at night and doing nothing during the day Uh, and honestly it was um, I good credit and i was following those like travel and points blogs that talk about like oh you can get a free trip or you can get two percent cash back or any of those kinds of things if you have good credit so it was that um rabbit hole that i kind of went down where uh i think i was looking for my next trip or i don't remember exactly what this situation was but i came across one of those travel and points blogs that was talking about um reselling products on amazon and Hey, you can basically get three points uh by selling yourself there. Um so that was ultimately how I got started. I, I never thought it would be what it turned out to be. Uh I I didn't really have that entrepreneurial spirit, I guess, at first, but it kind of turned into what it's turned into.
0: It's crazy how events in life lead us to ultimately where we're supposed to be. Hey.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I I think if you were to talk to me in twenty fourteen and you're like, Oh yeah, this is what your gonna life is be your your life is gonna be like of like Really? I I don't know the first thing about business. How am I gonna be at it for six years? That that that's crazy. But yeah, yeah, you, you kinda go down this whole like this path that you never thought you would.
0: Sometimes it's fun what we don't expect.
1: <laughs> well that that's the purpose of life, right? I mean if you knew like uh Like I'm reminded of like uh, my step-sons and they play video games. And like, if you had, I think of like when I was a kid and I was playing like video games, like you have the cheat code or, or you're playing games and you can do things where you know everything that's going to happen and you can beat it. It's not really that fun anymore, right? When you're actually going through things and you don't know what to expect and you're, and the the unexpected is coming and and how are you going to deal with that? And all of these kind of fun opportunities that come up along the way. And, and like that's what I I like to think of in terms of like that's the fun of life
0: I agree what do you like most about the work that you do
1: um I th- I think obviously the freedom is is I think what a lot of people will say um uh the fact that um there's days that I have stuff going on with family or something comes up or any of that kind of stuff and okay well uh the business has to take back seat or um, there's times I've got a project going on and I really wanna push it and then I can kinda of dig deep into that. So I mean that that's the first thing that you always think of. But honestly I one of the things I lately that I've loved about it most is the way it's it's making like the person I'm becoming because of it. Um, because I've dealt with a negative mindset most of my life. Um, like I said, I was not a business owner, didn't know the first thing about it. It it I'm still gotta get a ways to get there, but I like through through business And through, I guess more recently too, um, in terms of my path on business, um, the steps I've been taking and the person I'm becoming in terms of like how I want my life to be. And, and that's something that I really love about business. It's, it, I find it fun. It's still, there's still stressful times that always going to come with it. There's the ups and downs that every business uh, and every business owner has to deal with. But um, I find it a lot more fun now. And I like the way, like the person I'm becoming now.
0: That's fun, especially <laughs> when you can see it in yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it really gets down to that thing of like you, I know like us as, as business owners, you're like in it all the time and you look at, oh, well, I haven't done anything or I haven't made any progress. And you're looking at everything like kind of in the minutia of it all. But then if you actually like look out and try and look at yourself at like, and where you're at, like that 50,000 foot view, like say a week, two weeks, or like a month, two months out, and you actually look at it like, oh, wow, I actually didn't make a lot of progress here. I did this and I did that. And and all of these things that if you kind of celebrate those wins and you, you think about why you got started, like you kind of but celebrate the journey, right? Uh, we don't do that enough. And I, I know I don't do that enough, honestly. Uh, those are the things that, that make it fun, too. I mean, it makes you re- remember why you're doing this in the first place.
0: I like that. Celebrate the journey. I, yeah. I too, I, I'm guilty of it. I, that's something that I need to work more at.
1: Yeah. I think a lot, a lot of businesses are.
0: <laughs> what are some common mistakes that you're seeing your clients make?
1: In terms of like, cause we, we, we deal with e-commerce specifically. Most brands are not very good at customer service. Brands are not understanding their customer very well that makes it really difficult. Like uh, obviously I've been selling on Amazon for about six years and I've also been selling on our own website and understand like basic marketing principles, like those kinds of things. And I'm amazed that like the number of Amazon sellers that are honestly like sometimes seven and eight figures that don't understand like their ideal customer, like the basic marketing principles of like foundational strategies and, and, and how to just be great at customer service. I, I think can, like, lead to, like, like an amazing asset and an amazing experience for the customer.
0: So how do you go about solving those problems?
1: Well, the first thing I usually say, like, if if a, a brand themselves is already selling, they already, like, are established, then the quick fix um, that usually helps is, like, obviously, I talk about chatbots a lot. Set up, take five minutes. Honestly, it only takes five or ten minutes to set up. Um, like a customer service bot um, so that it connects to both your Facebook brand page and your website where they can reach out to you with any questions. And and you can automate the process where you're going to get notified immediately or somebody on your team is going to get notified immediately whenever there's any type of issue that comes up. And now you're going to be reaching out to them like immediately because the way it works like now, and this is something I think, a lot more brick and mortar stores, but some e-commerce sellers still don't understand the concept that it's changed a lot how the customer is and how we as a society are in the last 10, 20, 30 years. We want immediate gratification. Like it's uh, if I mean if you've ever had an issue with a product, you want that that resolved immediately. Um, like I I know I've heard like Russell Brunson, ClickFunnels, they talk about uh, uh, our average attention span is seven seconds now. If you're not getting to them as quickly as possible, they're already starting to think of that bad experience and they're gonna write that bad review. They're going to um, look badly upon you and do everything they can to badmouth your brand. But if you're if you're putting things steps in place and, and chatbots are an easy way to do that from the customer service set, standpoint of it, then you can reach out to them and solve that problem for them. This is actually something that I've seen a lot of brands do that are successful is, is they understand that honestly a a customer that has a bad experience, but it, it leads to amazing customer service, they've turned that customer around and now that customer is their raving fan. They're they're like your 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 be- your ambassador, your evangelist. Like they're gonna like follow you to the ends of the earth. And and it's a really simple thing to do. Like you don't take two weeks to get back to them. You set up like a like a chat bot um, in five or 10 minutes and then just respond really quickly and just give them great, amazing customer service. And like that that can be something as simple as, oh, I'm so sorry, you had a, you had a problem with this. We're going to send you out a replacement. Maybe here's a free gift. Um, if there's an issue with it and they just don't like it for whatever reason, like let them keep the product. Try and think of something else you can give them that's related or that's going to help them. I mean, if you're actually putting in the work to try and give them a great experience, worst case scenario, they're just not going to like your product and they won't badmouth you, but they'll say, they'll say amazing things about your customer service. But if you're actually doing, doing the, what like the, some of the steps I'm talking about, you can turn them into amazing fans of you.
0: It's amazing how something like that, like just focusing on the customer service and helping them out that way, like you said, like there's such raving fans after that, where before they be like, yeah, they're okay. But now they're like, dude, they're awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, big time. I know when we started launching our, our first product at that point, yeah, that, that was one of the things that is so easy to do for brands. Like, okay, you're, you're starting off and you don't have the budget of Amazon. You don't have the budget of a Nike or Adidas or, or Apple or any of those things. And it's always the question you get too, right? Like, Like, well, how can I compete with those guys? And and customer service is always the easiest way. I mean, it doesn't take take any money. Yeah, I mean, you put in a little bit of time and you genuinely care about their experience, and you just kind of put in the work. That's it. I mean, it's not too complicated. And it it it. I mean, if you look at the reason honestly why Amazon is where they are, obviously yes, they're a data driven company and and everything else that goes with it, and they're they're run by insanely smart people, but they're about the customer, like customer first, customer second, customer third, everybody else last. And I mean, you can't go wrong with that kind of a, a of a strategy.
0: Who is your ideal customer client? You've mentioned e-commerce, but is there like a mm-hmm. specific branch of them? Um,
1: well, if I'm talking obviously specifically about like people that I work with, like other, like sellers and other, other brands, it's usually brands that are more established. So um if we're dealing with people that are say like amazon like amazon sellers i don't typically look to work with people that are looking to get started like yeah i'm i'm willing to help you but um i my ideal customer is more like established they they've got a brand they're they're selling on amazon they're they're doing pretty well um they're making a living at it but they don't understand like the marketing aspects of it they've um, probably dealt with if you deal with Amazon and you have been on the platform more than for more than five minutes, you understand that like any other platform, there's pluses and minuses. It's an amazing, amazing platform, and I love it. But there's the issues is because it's not your customer, it's not your traffic. It's an amazing traffic source, and and I still use it to this day, and I'm going to continue to use it uh, because it, it's it's uh, an amazing platform. It's the 500 pound gorilla. You can't you can't avoid it. There are some headaches that come with it where it also leads to a lot of stress. I know I've dealt with this. I know a lot of like friends of mine and a lot of colleagues who have who have been to the on the platform who have dealt with those same headaches. They're looking for a way for uh like to diversify that that risk. Um so they're they can get more revenue, they can start to own the customer, they can not deal with that stress as much and increase their profitability and that's ideally what i'm looking for is like those are the those are the kinds of people that are my ideal customer where i can kind of go into like the marketing strategies that are going to help them different different things that are going to help them to own own their customer to increase their profit margins all of those kinds of things that um honestly a lot of amazon sellers aren't thinking about as much because amazon is a great way to make a lot of money but at the end of the day it's not your customer you're always kind of navigating those waters
0: how does your ideal client find out about you
1: um they can reach out to me uh uh i email is is always easy um i'm on facebook all the time uh oh yeah
0: so what do you do to get out in front of your ideal client like how if i'm just walking down the street how do i how do i find you
1: okay um that I'm still working on, honestly. Um, I I will say like, I've talked to a lot of friends um, that have needed help with this. And that's kind of how I got started with it all in terms of like the helping other other uh, um, uh, business owners, but I'm still honestly working on that. I, I know Facebook groups are great in terms of like kind of getting out in front of people, honestly, being providing a lot of valuable content and, and helping people with what they need issues with has been a lot of uh, what I've kind of done, like obviously like prove that i'm I'm not some guru or some some kind of person who hasn't actually done it. those kinds of things are are some of the things that I've been trying to do just to like show okay, he's actually doing it he's not just some fly by night guy I guess like so, that's I guess some of the stuff I can think of
0: cool so do you get stuff do you get referrals and cusp clients through the stuff you do on YouTube and like off of your posting and stuff?
1: Yeah, we've done some that way. Um, on, Yeah, there's been obviously like uh, we do a lot of, on YouTube. Um, we have the the Facebook group and other friends as well that we talk to um, where, yeah, it's been that kind of referral route. Um, has been honestly a lot of it, yeah, as well. Some A lot of networking has been helpful uh, as well as I've kind of been out there more. Like it's the whole thing of I guess the good part of the virus, if there's any good real good part, and I don't think there really is. Um has been, since I can't go to conferences, like, that was obviously, that's always a great way to network is conferences. And there's no conferences going on. Um, so by being on, on like podcasts like yours, or, or kind of reaching out to other people in, say, the Amazon space, or, or that no marketing and places like that, it's, it's been a great place to kind of network and, and start to talk to other people that it's Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I I thought of Doug because I was talking to so and so, and then those turn into referrals, obviously. And it, and it's great because at that point, like, ultimately, at the end of the day, like, my purpose is to be able to help people. Um, so it, it gives me that satisfaction when I'm getting a referral for whatever it is that I'm trying to do. Or honestly, if I'm if somebody reaches out to me through a Facebook mess, uh, PM or something, and they're having some kind of question, and I'm able to help them solve that problem, and it only takes me like Three minutes or something, but it's going to have a lasting impact on them. That's ultimately what makes me feel really great in, in terms of being able to help people.
0: That's cool. And it's like you know you're doing something, right? Or that you're helping people when they're giving you referrals.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, 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 leaves, it leaves a great, great feeling and it's great.
0: <laughs> what are a couple of big goals that you're looking to achieve over the next one to two years?
1: Well, uh, I would say I, I'm looking at it, I guess, on, on two, two sides. Um, well, honestly, there's three sides, I'll say. Um, I'm looking at it from the business perspective of, like, helping people, obviously, like, helping uh, e-commerce business owners and also on our brand side in terms of some stuff we're looking to do and then also on personally in terms of, of goals I've got. For the helping people side, I'm looking to help ideally, uh, like, 100 people like where, where I can really really help them um not yes I'm I mean I I do stuff every day where will obviously if, if people PM me or if I got content out there or any of that kind of thing where it's helpful but actually help like when I've got like a one-on-one or or whatever it is where I can really help them so like some of the stresses that I talked about earlier some of those problems that they're having kind of take like level up their business and and give them that freedom and uh and diversity that they're looking for, I'd say like that's that's one of the big goals on uh on that side of it brand side i wanna I'm still looking at i guess how I wanna look at it from like a number standpoint um so it's measurable, but I think I wanna probably start in the next five years I wanna start five brands so one a year, and on the personal side um I have a vision of where I want my life to be with my family and the life that I wanna lead and uh and, and that's where, that's a longer term goal. I think obviously I, I have some, some numbers in mind for the next, say, one year, three years, five years. Uh, that's a longer term vision in terms of what I want my life to be like.
0: Those five businesses that you want to do, is that different types of e-commerce businesses?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be, the, uh, that's what I'm looking at.
0: Cool. So what would those goals do to change your business? Like how would it change it?
1: It would, assuming that I can uh, get the systems and processes in place so I can manage it, it would ha- have a lasting impact. I mean, in terms of ultimately, the, yes, um, whenever I'm 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 starting anything, you want to be profitable, right? I mean, that's anytime you're doing anything with business, it's about uh, you have to have a profitable business or you're going to go under. A lot of what I like to do in terms of starting any type of brands I'm going to do is I don't really do the me too type products. I do like products that are actually solving problems. So if if I can create five different brands and five different sets of products um that are helping in different niches um then it's going to be in terms of the what it's going to do to help people in those niches. I think that's going to uh give uh, like selfishly it's going to be great. Give me a sen- a great sense of satisfaction, but uh in terms of the idea that's going to hopefully if I do it right obviously um, hopefully um, help five different groups of, of ideal customers to solve their problem. Because I know like when we launched our first product, it, it was because there was a problem with that was out there and people were not able to solve that problem for a good amount of people. So being able to do that has helped, has been amazing in terms of like, like how, how it makes me feel honestly and what it's been able to do for other people. So if I can do that for five different sets of audiences, then that's going to give me like like uh, amazing, uh, for lack of a better word, I would say, um, uh, in terms of like, like the feeling that would, would, would be for me and for obviously like ideally for those audiences as well.
0: Yeah, and it would be motivational too, right? Oh, definitely. <laughs> what do you think like your number one roadblock is for helping you achieve those goals?
1: On the brand side, it's going to be system and processes more than anything. I mean, that's something that a lot of people don't look at as much. I mean, it, it it's the whole thing of when you're starting off a business, you don't know what you don't know. So then you just want to get started. You make 5,000 mistakes, or at least I know I did and I still do. And then you hopefully get better at it. And then you kind of learn the next thing along the road. To really be able to scale your business and get to the point that I'm obviously looking to do in terms of five brands in five years, I know that that takes having like a streamlined process for everything. Um, being able to outsource as much of the tasks that aren't necessary, like a high value tasks, as necessary. Like if I don't do that, then that is going to be the biggest um, roadblock on the way to uh, that goal. Um, so it's really about obviously validating um, whatever the idea is for, for the, the, that brand, those set of products uh, in that niche. Uh, but then from there, um, obviously testing, making sure that you come up with um, scalable processes. Or if you don't, obviously, then that's going to be the biggest detriment to your success.
0: And I think something to think of too is that just because you want five businesses in five years doesn't mean that you need one business every year because maybe right. it's going to take you two years to get your systems in place on that first business or, and then after that the other ones are just more boom, 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 because you have everything in place that it's just a copy and or plug and go. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's like anything else you're doing. I mean, like obviously when I first started doing selling on Amazon and things, there was stuff I didn't understand, didn't know at all and you were struggling with it, and then you start to, I don't know if you were, I'd ever say a mess or anything, but you get better at it, and then the next time you're doing it, it's that much quicker, and it keeps getting faster and better and opt- more optimized over time. And, yeah, you might struggle with something for two or three years, and then finally you've got it down through all of your um, trials and tribulations and overcoming those roadblocks and stumbles along the way, and now its it just turns into, okay, now I've got a great process and a system for it, And, and now we can, we can scale it and and run it across these many brands or these many or whatever it is that you're doing uh, at that point. So, yeah, I definitely would say that.
0: What's the best advice you have ever received?
1: Um, It was actually pretty recent. It was in a book I read um, uh, called The 12 Week Year um, that I read pretty recently. It was to make sure that your business um, aligned with your personal vision. I had it backwards for my entire life, my entire business life. I was always focusing on the business first and, all right, I've got to grind. I've got to do this. I got to do all these other things. And then as a result of that, I would have a hard time in terms of taking time for family or taking time away from business so I could relax or any of those other things that go into life, honestly. like It was all about the business. And it was very stressful honestly uh once i i kind of got that in terms of like make your business align with your vision versus the other way around that was kind of like the big aha moment it was like i'm doing this wrong (laughs) at least for me the whole reason i got into business in the first place it was to, to obviously it wasn't in in at the time i didn't have a family and i wasn't with my now wife uh but the idea is is for more freedom, is for happiness, is for contentment so that you can live the life that you want to live. And when I'm not really living my life and and being with the people that I love because I've I've got to work 20 hours a day or whatever it is on my business, then that's a problem. At least it is for me. I mean, some people are very happy with that lifestyle and that's fine for them. But for me, that was an issue. So when I, when I read that, that was the biggest turning point for me that I can remember honestly in the last three to six months where it's like okay I really suck at this but what can I do so that I can have my business align with my personal life more than the other way around and 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 that has been a big change for me and it's like I said I'm still working on it there's times that I'll I'll still want to grind or whatever it is when it's like, oh well, I uh, I should be taking time away now. I should take the day off or spend time with with my wife and stepsons or whatever it is. Like I know, I assume that's going to be a struggle for a while, but I know I'm I'm working towards that. And and that was, I think, the biggest piece of advice I got like uh, pretty lately.
0: I really like that advice, and <laughs> I know that you're not alone because I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the best advice that you have ever given?
1: I would say. It's to e-commerce owners in general. And I'm not sure who I got this from. I've said it to a few people and I think it does make a difference. When you're looking at marketing specifically is understand that any product that you're trying to sell is just trying to solve someone's problem. So yeah, you wanna, this is the greatest gadget ever because of this feature and this feature and this feature. And no one cares about that. All they care about is I have a problem. And are you going to help me solve this problem? And that's what your product should ultimately do. If your product is not solving a problem, then there's no reason to have it. So always look at anything you're trying to sell, whether it's a service or a physical product or anything, as, all right, how does this solve somebody's problem? And if you look at it from that perspective, then you're going to be Um, helpful, right? You're not just going to be trying to sell them crap anymore. And at that point, you're actually giving them real value because you can start now start to think about, all right, well, if they have problem X, well, I've identified that it's with this problem, what can help them? What can solve this problem? Well, if I'm digging in deeper, I can see A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all these things are going to be something that can help them to solve that problem. and maybe. Those are different products I'm gonna to provide to them. Like just kind of making that shift where you think about it from that perspective ultimately is is honestly all business ever is. And if you think about it from that perspective, you'll be giving your customers a lot more value and they'll be a lot happier with you.
0: I like it. Great advice. Thank you. What would you like to share that I haven't asked you yet? Um, I don't know
1: if there's too much, honestly. I think the biggest thing really with any of this, I would say, is it all comes down to your mindset i I would say like that has been a number one factor for me in terms of where I've gotten to where I've gotten and where I was it The more I get into this in terms of business is that it it's like ninety percent of the game is honestly mindset it like it doesn't matter where you're selling or what you're selling when you're in business it's it's not that different it's It's mostly just about all right. I've identified a niche, I've identified some kind of a problem, how am I going to solve it? And ideally, your product solves that. And then I, you just kind of follow up. Like on, at a 50,000 foot like level, that's all business ever is. And then you want to be profitable, obviously. In terms of the mindset piece, that's wor- really where all of that progress happens. If you're not uh, putting in the work and like actual work, because uh, that negative mindset is creeping in, then you're going to be things that need to get done. You're going to look at everything from the perspective of I'm a fraud and I and I can't get this to work or I just can't I can't I can't do this. And and I've dealt with it and it's something I dealt with honestly until the last six to twelve months where it was always something that was in my head. But once you make that shift and you can figure out different different triggers that help you, different different things that can help you from a mindset aspect. To get over those stumbling blocks in your head when those negative mind like thoughts get into your head, how are you gonna deal with it? how are you gonna overcome that that I think is where the most progress is made. That's ultimately what can lead you to being seven eight nine figure um business owners uh more than anything and 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 that's where like a lot of the higher level people that I talk to mentors um other business owners they don't real they 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 don't care about the tactics as much anymore. Because yeah, they've got stuff that makes them successful, but it it ultimately like all of the masterminds that they're in, like where they're playing they're paying like thirty fifty hundred thousand dollars a year, is about mindset, and it's about how can I level up my mindset so that I can have a better life so that my business can run better different aspects of of their life that's ultimately I think what is is really the big the biggest driver in your success
0: It's kind of crazy how. Much your mindset plays a role in what you do and how
1: you do it and what your outcome is oh yeah yeah it it 's crazy if you actually look look at where you are and where you were and and everything that kind of goes into it i mean it it 's really all about mindset thank you so much for being
0: here today. How can people find out more about you and what you do
1: oh yeah Th- uh, thank you so much for having me on. It, was, it was It was a pleasure talking to you um, so Anyone that's listening that wants to learn more, say, about chatbots or marketing or anything along those lines, they can contact me on Facebook at Douglas Levin for a free cheat sheet. Uh, The top five tips for taking full control over your e-commerce income. Uh, You can also follow me. uh, My channel is Morning Marketing Machine. And if I can help you in any way at all, uh, please uh, feel free to reach out.
0: Great. Thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.